Journeying with Newman, The Path to Sainthood. Newman on Reason by Father Wojciech Giertych, the Papal Theologian. I am a Polish Dominican currently serving as the theologian of the Papal household. I live in the Vatican and I also teach moral theology in the Angelicum. The text of John Henry Newman that caught my attention is It is as absurd to argue men as to torture them into believing. Our plain business is to be careful, while we freely cultivate the reason in all its noble functions, to keep it in its subordinate place in our nature. While we employ it industriously in the service of religion, not to imagine that in this service we are doing a great thing, or directly advancing its influence over the heart. I came across this line in a roundabout way. Reading Argentinian theology, I noted that in Latin America there is a profound rift between popular religiosity and a skeptic intellectual culture, with the clergy trying to unite the two currents. This recalled Tivinsky's study of Polish left-wing intelligentsia that similarly looked down upon Catholic piety. There I found this line of Newman, who compared the urging of faith through rational argumentation to torture. Such reasoning was common in Catholic countries, and it derives from the 16th century Jesuit, Louis de Molina, who said that God is the object of faith, but not its motive. Baroque theology therefore tried to convince minds towards the faith, using arguments and syllogisms, and this in turn sparked the offended reaction of the Enlightenment. Aquinas' teaching was different. Faith is a divine gift. We believe God because we have been touched by him. Faith enables an encounter with God, and only its content is transmitted in the Church. Since grace does not wound nature, there is room for thinking both within faith and outside it. But faith is not born of apologetic arguments. The divine speaker utters the solemn words of the text. The truth which they convey being the refuge of disappointed mercy, as well as a warning addressed to all whom they might concern. Wisdom is justified of her children. As if he said, there is no act on God's part. No truth of religion to which a captious reason may not find objections. And in truth, the evidence and matter of revelation are not addressed to the mere unstable reason of man, nor can hope for any certain or adequate reception with it. Divine wisdom speaks not to the world, but to her own children, or those who have been already under her teaching, and who, knowing her voice, understands her words, and are suitable judges of them. These justify her. Newman stressed the autonomy of faith and of the rational mind, insisting that the two are not to be confused. Believers engage with God because they have been moved by him and they need to preserve the purity of this graced relationship. Faith accepts the divine word as the supreme light and guidance. Philosophical reason 
has its dignity, but also its limits. And so it should not encroach upon faith, imposing its own standards. Newman reacted against Gnostic temptations that want to scan faith according to criteria set by an independent and proud reason. He unmasked the subterfuge mind that volunteers to help faith and boasts that it can serve it, but in fact subordinates the divine mystery to its own standards. Scriptural studies are not to elevate their methodologies above the revealed word. Natural theology, the purely rational reflection about the absolute, may probe its queries, but it is not to reduce the living God to the rank of a hypothesis. Claims that Christian moral teaching is socially relevant and found attractive by some erudite minds may have a point, but faith is not based upon such claims. It has its own origin, source of life, an inner dynamism that comes from the living God. The true Christian does not scan the mysteries of faith according to rational criteria, accepting only those that are deemed to be valid. The Christian does the reverse. The totality of what God has revealed enjoys primacy, and then practical life is measured by the unique criterion that is the received divine mystery. As Newman says, divine wisdom speaks not to the world, but to her own children. Thus those who reject the status of a child of God cannot, even for good social reasons, be talked into faith. It is no surprise that if they meet with such attempts, they feel tortured. <laughs>